Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Emu Wars. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, <clears throat> okay, fine. I was just like getting my mic set up, so I was like, oh, wait, he, he's talking. Uh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was good. I don't, well, I don't like this Zoom update nonsense because it's all weird when I try to log in now. It's like, oh, it doesn't really? give me the right thing. And it's like, well, because I just joined from the web. I don't like have the deal or whatever because it's easier. Because oh, my computer yeah. doesn't really love the, uh, <clears throat> the little app thing that downloads. Sure. Again, 12,000 year old laptop we're dealing with here. <laughs> <laughs> and so the first time I tried, it didn't give me the join and URL button that I push. Oh, it just wasn't there. So I like closed the tab, reopened the link from the email, and then it showed up. I was like, what? Ta-da. Thanks. Thanks. So handy. It <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, I was just like setting my mic up or like pulling it over towards me because it was over there on the to my right just off to the side we started talking freaked out a little bit (laughs) i was like in the process of pulling it over i mean uh, totally ready oh man what's up now ready (laughs) hello how's it going oh not so bad. Just out here in at Shelby's uh, mom's house, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so uh, we're we're flying out tomorrow. So she's gonna drive us at like freaking early in the morning. So yay! Everyone loves. I'm it. all excited. Early but, morning no, flights. Every vacation with father. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> as discussed last episode. True. But, yeah. Right. But no, yeah. So it's like 8.30, but we down there relatively early. Oh, yeah. For your 75-hour check-in uh, and your... <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna be fly. We're flying into Tulsa, and then we're we'll be landing in Charlotte. One of the Carolinas. One of the Carolinas. We have <laughs> layover, but like our days are like really fast. We'll be sprinting. Uh, to gate and they're like oh we have an hour layover like that's not enough time so i mean and then from it, there it's we'll probably enough time but you'd be fine yeah <laughs> mobile alabama <laughs> but uh, we'll be there this weekend so it's a wedding is that what you said it's her, got, all, her... got all packed yes so it... bye Aaron. <laughs> he, he just got kicked off. Was he roboting like super hard for you? Really bad. Okay. I was just, I was hoping that wasn't 
So we can confirm that was him. All right, not yes. us. No, that was that not was him. him. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> like I could not. I was getting ready to text you. I was like, is that just for me yeah. or? Yeah, Airman. Yeah. Airman, I know you. He's back. He's back. Yay! What? <laughs> Aaron, you Hello, are really robot. You're you're really roboty. Just FYI. Oh, my bad. Does, does it sound better now? Actually, it does. yes. Let's see how long that lasts. Aaron wins. Yeah. But yeah, so where where did I leave so, off? Er, uh, well, to, to recap, <laughs> yes, uh, early morning. Tulsa fly to Carolina unknown for one hour layover, which apparently is not enough time to get across an airport and then to Mobile, Alabama. Yes. So Shelby is a bridesmaid um, in, in her friend's wedding. And then I got invited by the, the bride. So therefore by law, I have to go. Um, I mean, and so, I've not gone Spend to plenty of weddings down. that I've been invited to. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I don't think it's a law. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's just a just a nice chance to to get away and go on vacation, not, you know, ideal, but yeah, in the middle of a global pandemic. Mm. I don't know what I need to do. I need pandemic to vacation. Call <sighs> it's going to he they're going to recreate. Did you see the the photo of weirdly but Google's my Google News has been giving me other like Britney Spears news this week. I, I don't know what year it thinks it is. Apparently, <laughs> two thousand and one. Uh, <laughs> but there's a picture of her and her boyfriend or whatever, just like laying on the beach in swimsuits and masks. So it's gonna be Aaron and Shelby to recreating that image. Well, so, hey. I mean, if, you, if you check <laughs> if you check things like Twitter, the Loch Ness monster was was uh, trending earlier today. So. That's the weird, weird world that we're living in currently. It's true. I also, it's on this topic. I've gotten, for some reason, this week, my YouTube uh, recommendations. I, I don't know what is going on, but I had like 75, not 75, but I had like five recommended videos of Caitlin Owashi. I think that's her name. She's a gymnast from UCLA that's like super bad to the bone. And oh. I have no idea uh, why these are. She made like a big deal last year because she scored like a perfect 10 on her floor routine. It was like, oh, yeah. Bomb, oh, right? yeah. Yeah. But Back like in January last year. Yeah. But I've got like five or six videos this week in my YouTube feed, like suggesting me that. I'm like, what do you. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> what about guitar so I... videos and. Dark Souls Let's Plays thinks that that's the video that I need him. <laughs> don't understand. It doesn't sound like you're really complaining if I'm hearing this right, but it's well, just different. I didn't really watch them. But I was just like, what? What? Is, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I've I've our TV, and she watches a lot of like vlogs, and but they're like the very kind of like. Oh, what's, oh, she's not here. So, like the cringeworthy vlogs that are like you know talking about <laughs> like how he's looking around. You know, the they're like, or it is safe. Oh, she's not here. Never mind. <laughs> but like, they're, so they're they're like they're they're kind of vlogs that talk about like the drama that's going on with different you know social media um, influencers. And it's like, and you'll never guess what blah 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 did this weekend and what they said in a tweet. 
And so it's a lot of those kind of videos. Uh, and so like I'll be scrolling through. It's like, oh, here's a Markiplier video. Here's a Game Grumps video. And 10 things you need to know about blah, 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 social media person. Ah, skip. No, nice. don't need this. Uh, there is. I have I have a, a, a side topic on that as well, if you would like to hear it real fast. Sure. <laughs> so this isn't necessarily about social media influencers, but this is like a... Uh, this comes from the world of Strongman. Okay, oh, yeah. going back a few months. Uh, Eddie Hall and Hafthor Bjornsson apparently have mad beef. Right? Um, yeah. Stimming back to... World's Strongest Man 2017. Eddie Hall wins. Half Thor thought he was cheated out of the Viking press. Yes. Okay. Because uh, he bent, he double dipped his knees, right? You watch the thing and he's all, no, I didn't do it. Blah. Anyway, Eddie Hall wins, right? Half Thor is mad. Uh, Half Thor, Aaron, by the way, is the giant from Game of Thrones, in case you need some. Yeah, reference. yeah. I was, I was saying, I was like, yeah, I know who it is. <laughs> Next year, Half Thor wins. Okay. Um, so they've been going back and forth for years, jabbing, jabbing, jabbing. This year, during lockdown mode, Hafthor decides he's going to break. Well, he'd already planned to do this, obviously, because this isn't something that you can just do. Uh, he's going to break Eddie's deadlift world record. Okay. Eddie Hall has the world, had the world record deadlift 500 kilograms. Okay. That's a stupid weight, right? It's like over 1,100 pounds, something crazy like that, right? <coughs> um, but because the world is ending and we're in lockdown mode, <coughs> Hafthor says, no, nah, I'm just going to break it from my home gym and live stream it. Sure. And this, this makes a lot of people kind of like, eh, does that count though? Because it's not traditionally... Even though Strongman has no like actual governing body and it's just kind of like a made up, you know, crazy thing. Traditionally, all world record attempts have been done in some sort of contest setting where there's other people who have chances to try to beat you and that kind of stuff. Right. So he says, No, I'm just going to do it at home. This makes Eddie very bad. <coughs> right. Uh, and the fact that Half Thor. It, it, his deadlift was 501 One. kilograms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That was, that was also kind of like a, <laughs> I'm going to beat you, but not really. So there's right. a lot of things because in a contest, the weights are like actually calibrated by a judge, mm -hmm. you know, cause home gym, you know, your weights could be off or whatever. So there's, there's all this controversy and then contest setting adds all this other stuff. <clears throat> so, uh, to apparently now the plan is because they've got so much beef and they're, they're both kind of mad at each other about all this history they've had. They have decided to have a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> so two of the world's strongest men have now decided that the only way that they can settle their differences is to have a sanctioned boxing match. Next September. So they're, right. they're giving themselves a whole year to train for this. <laughs> These two dudes weigh over 350 pounds, man. These guys. <laughs> Just and Hathor is what? Six, seven? seven? Something yeah. stupid like that? Yeah. Eddie's only like, Eddie in the world of Strongman, he's only like six foot, I don't know, 
three or four or something like that. Still. <laughs> I love that. So they've, de- they've decided <laughs> that they're going to have a boxing match. <laughs> and like, I haven't, I've, I've watched some of like Half Thor stuff. And he's all like, yeah, you know, Iceland guy, big Iceland accent. He's like, yeah, I'm going to win. Eddie's a little punk, blah, blah. Eddie is like taking this so seriously. It's almost terrifying, right? He's like, no, I fought before. I grew up in this rough neighborhood in England. Yeah. I know how to kick people. Like, like, oh my gosh, what's happening? This is going to be, who's going to be able to ref that and get pull those two guys. That is the second question. Who refs this match? Does it have to be another one of the world's strongest men (laughs) to like pull them off there? Is it Brian Shaw? Is he going to jump in there? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's like, you're going to have to, I don't know. Or just attach them both to cranes to keep pulling back whenever they start going. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like, So I've been watching some, Insane. this is, this is where this comes ties in. So I've been watching some of Eddie's blog because he has a YouTube channel, right? And uh, Half Thor does too. Uh, Half Thor has been doing a lot of like gaming on Twitch, which is, doesn't really sound like preparing for a boxing match, but um, you know, he's probably doing some other stuff, but Eddie's all like, yo, here's my supplements and here's my stuff. And I can't hire a trainer right now because you know, I can't leave my house, but here's my workout. Like, uh, okay. He's all like, I'm going to try to slim down. You're like, did you wait? 360 pounds what's happening right now i don't understand <laughs> right what is slim down you can what's only happening? make a barge so you know I so know. swift right you can only get too much so much i mean he does he does talk a lot about trying to do the cardio so he doesn't gas himself out so this <laughs> is good this is a good plan that's what he needs right. i mean yeah this is what you need because otherwise that's gonna be really embarrassing right just too big to be like <laughs> <laughs> like that's not good no one's gonna watch that like, <laughs> jeez. So this is the this is this is a supposedly going to be settled September 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing, <laughs> but like also weirdly like intriguing, but also like what the heck's going? Why? What are yeah. we doing? <laughs> Seriously, guys. You're like seriously, this is it. This is what you get. Whatever. I don't get. <laughs> I love it. So eyes on that ongoing drama. There's some. There's some strongman drama for you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that would be interesting. It's really funny to listen to people talk about it. So it's. <laughs> There's some there's some sports podcasts and uh, sports things I listen to. I wonder if they'll be talking about that coming up because I, I haven't heard any, I have not heard that before. And yeah, I am most excited, definitely. Yeah, it'll be. It's still they still got a year of training, but I imagine closer to it, it's going to be a big news story. So it's going to be because I mean that's that's world strongest man 2016, world strongest man 2017. In a boxing match. <laughs> so be prepared for the world's strongest <laughs> boxing match. I guarantee you it's going to be called that. World's strongest boxing match. That's going to be in there somewhere. It's going to mm-hmm. be in the... Because <laughs> I, thought, I thought Thor won it more than once. But I guess you just... like I'm not sure if he did. I just know- I watched and I was like, that one. Yeah, I don't know how many times he's won. I know he's won one for sure. Yeah. But I don't know about... That I don't know about any other ones. I know seven seventeen. 
because it was the next year after Eddie won. And there was this whole thing, like Eddie was like trying to shake his hand and he wouldn't do it. So it's like, oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Nonsense. What is, what is magic? It's madness, is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. Keep that under on your radar as uh yeah. as going forward. Putting it on my calendar right now. There you go. <laughs> With a few reminders. The, well, the, the only thing that I that I had on my calendar was this vacation. And then on July 3rd, uh, the Broadway play Hamilton will be streaming on Disney Hulu. So that's the only thing I, other than that, I got a clear schedule. So we should be fine. Oh, nice. All right. The only thing on my schedule is summer school is over on Friday. So I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Woot. All I got. So clear skies of hiding. And that's it. I have nothing for July. <laughs> nothing. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Except for Shana is packing up, getting ready to move out. When does so, school start for her? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I think the middle of August still. They're still planning on opening on time for in-person classes mm-hmm. as of right now. So... Is she going to live on campus? Uh, no, she's going to get an apartment. Apparently, there's only the only campus housing there is for student-athletes. Oh. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if they... Uh... What it was. Uh, oh, it would have been nice she, if she... Has she started looking for apartments? Yeah. Okay, good. Does she have one? Uh, not yet. Okay. But she's been looking okay. for them. There's not a whole lot in town. I mean, that's uh, kind of so, what I told her. So, like... Yeah. Uh, like, so she w- needs to be prepared to drive. Um, yeah. From, like... I know a lot of people come in... Like, seriously, the the four points of... Of uh, Marshall, Knob Noster, and Warsaw, and mm. then in, uh, you know, not really anything out to the east, but yeah, so yeah, just, Kansas. So they've been they've been Kansas, looking online and, and stuff, and uh, so good. We'll see. They're supposed to go up there in a couple of weeks or something. I'm not really sure. Okay, to do some checking about stuff. So good. <laughs> we'll see. So yeah, that's the kind of weird things. Like they they were kind of like, oh, we don't know. And then there's that. Now she's got to find a job up there too. So she's kind of freaking out about that thing. So okay, we'll see. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something. It's very stressful. So it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me let me know what I need to keep an eye out for, and yeah. I can because random places post <laughs> signs all the time. So yeah. Well, she's been right now. She's working as a server, right? Okay. So she's doing that down here. So that's her most experience is in waiting and customer service. Okay. So she is the second place uh, national FBLA customer service champion. So right, well, like second go. place in FBLA nationals customer service. So, ha ha. <laughs> 
<laughs> she is the customer service. Person. Yes. So all she's right. all about that. So it's kind of what she's been doing. So it's where she's right now working. So we'll see. Cool. But that stressful time is upon us. Of <laughs> yeah, that's not. Fine. Yeah, it's a lot to do. So we'll see how it goes and go from there, I guess. So I don't know. Does, it, does anyone ever remember that first, you know, experience of, you know, apartment shopping? Like just that, not, not, not kind of what, like, you know, Chain has gone through, but just that, you know, like, oh man, now I'm starting out. Into the world now. I better look for a place. Do you guys remember that any year? Uh, yeah. My basically, <clears throat> mine is all, here's the condensed version of my story. Uh, after college, I was living in a house with some other people, right? There was three of us in there. And then uh, the guy who was renting the house, he all of a sudden went, Yeah, I'm moving. Mm-hmm. So you got to be out of the house by two weeks. And I was like, yeah. uh, what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, come again. <laughs> so we had to move out like I had to move out like record speed. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> uh, and I just like basically it was one of those like, well, uh, how about this place? Yep. Okay. Got it. So it wasn't really a, a hunting. I wasn't, I didn't really have time to like look about, you know, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I just, that's a, all that other apartment I used to live in over there in here in town that was it mm-hmm. I, I found that because Susan had already moved up there and she was living there and then she was like hey I'll ask the guy if there's another one you can have and I was like okay boom got it moved in that was it but I was homeless for like two days uh, because I didn't have any place to go and I had to move the last of my stuff out in the dark because he turned the stinking power off the heck so oh my gosh that was fun uh, it was very stressful but like it wasn't bad. It was just like the time frame was very condensed and not exciting. <laughs> yeah. Not exciting at all. So I can't imagine. So yeah, that was a rapid mode <laughs> of like, oh dang it, now I have to go sign this paper and now I have to go to find the city hall and pay all this stuff and do all that yeah. nonsense. So luckily I was already like working and I had a job and I was doing stuff. So like it wasn't really a big deal, but like I was working at a factory, so I was making pretty decent money, but like but all of a sudden, like, oh snap, here we go. Ah, I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> dang it. Oh no. That was mine. Uh it was very oh. dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was uh my first apartment was when Megan and I got married. Uh, so we had rented, I had rented a house with Kyle and Kevin during yeah. in college, but that was more like, cause their, their parents were renting it for us. Yeah. Kind of thing. So that was a little different. Like didn't have a whole lot of say in that of like where that was going to go or what it was going to be. So that was a little different. Um, and then we got, when Megan and I got married, we moved to, to Texas and we, yeah, we rented, we did all of our search and paperwork and everything online, which was very, which was not fun. I didn't like that at all. Uh, 
because you know you just yeah, have to the, base it off by your pictures online. That's true. <laughs> which are never actually what it looks like. No, definitely uh, not. Because <laughs> they typically keep like one really, really nice, and that's what they take all the pictures of. Yeah. That's what... So that was different. And then kind of the same thing happened when we moved from Lubbock to Dallas, to, to Arlington, DFW area, because we did all that remotely uh, to try and find one down there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was interesting because it was a lot of like, okay, how do is like, okay, what what are the steps that I need to take to make this process work? Who do I need to how much does the apartment complex handle for me versus how much do I need to? And our first apartment complex was nice because all like it included Wi-Fi and some utilities were included uh in, oh. in, in your price. Like, but they they handled all of the that billing, so you yeah. just got one bill because <clears throat> they broke out the apartment stuff, and it was basically, uh, I guess, allocated where they yeah. just took the apartment's total and divided it by number of occupancy, basically. Oh, that's uh, weird. And and then you got that, so you everyone was paying the bill, not yeah, each individual's the- bill. So it's a little different. Huh. That's a little different, yeah. But it was it was nice because it took a lot. You know, it was our first one, and I didn't know what yeah, I was doing. A, yeah. So it, it kind of made it easy, nice, I guess. Um, you yeah. just got one bill from one person. Um, and then when we moved into the other one in Arlington, it was all broken out and had to figure out, yeah, who... The, I love the, who's your electrical utility person going to be? And I was like... Aren't they all from the like that? That really broke my brain. Was like, aren't they all coming through the same wires? Like, what yeah. Do you, like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but nope. There were there were like twenty different electrical providers in the DFW area. It's that's stupid. messed up, man. It is. That's that's it's, the one that that's what I do like about like Monet's. It's it's just like you you set it up the, like so. I have my apartment rent, but everything else is through the city. Everything, water, sewer electric trash really it's just the city does it oh boom so there's one utility bill for everything so that's super handy yeah (laughs) right because i don't have to worry about oh who do i don't have to pay the trash person in this neighborhood and the (laughs) the water is this thing no it's all just the city does everything so we do that now where the city does gas nope sorry city does does water sewer trash and then yeah. we still had to we had to quote unquote find our electrical our electric provider there's only one and then we had to quote unquote find yeah. our gas provider there's only one that was really <laughs> yeah well yeah but like yeah and then our internet was yeah we had two options well, that we have that one that one's a fiasco sure. around here it's there's not lots of good options for internet but. yeah i i i cannot stand internet options uh they are all suck. They're all terrible. They are terrible. They're the worst. It really, there's not, not one good unless I guess, unless you have someone with like true gigabit ethernet, then, well, yeah. th- then it's a little more palpable, palatable, but yeah, it, it's like, you want me to, be I mean, like, how, how much? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Southern, I know Southernberry County, like Cassville, they just did, I don't know, a couple years ago, they ran, fiber optic through yeah. like everything and so they my friend that lives down there there and it's like super good right 
And so they're, and because they live like right outside town, but her husband is like a lawyer. So they got him to, you know, get, get out that way and kind of yeah. just, oh, we should take that street too. Like, <laughs> kind of got him, got him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that'd be nice if they expanded that because that's some yeah. pretty good stuff, I guess. But yeah. up here in the northern part of the county, we got nothing. Yeah. Right. You got some. <laughs> it, yeah. No bueno. So. Yeah, and here, I don't know. I think what just galls me about it is that how how it's never it's only symmetrical on the really really high end networks. As well, far as yeah, like, X, you know, you get four hundred down, but ten up. I'm like what? Yes. No. Why? <laughs> why? What is that about? I'm like, well, <laughs> exactly. Most people are are downloading and streaming and stuff. I'm like, no, I. Upload so much stuff. But, Don't even people know. up up lots of people upload lots of stuff, like their it pictures takes, and all that stuff, yeah. and it just takes them a thousand years because Dang. you can't do it. Yeah. And then my favorite part is the fact that they always have like eighteen tiers of internet. Like, well, you could get this speed. Or this other speed for way more money. Like, but why don't you just have why don't you just let people have fast speed? Like, why would you even bother? Nobody wants mega slow internet. What are you doing? Well, and I know, and you know, that's where that idea that people start coming in as far as treating it as an actual utility. Hey, yeah. hey Aaron. I'm back. Aaron, Aaron left us for a moment. Hello. What yeah, I know. I saw him drop out. Okay. We were vamping. Jerry. It's fine. Yeah. Jerry. Oh. yeah. No, uh, uh, <laughs> Where where the people are trying to regulate it like, uh, not 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 just a utility, but what is that? What is that where they're trying to treat it like basically a necessity? Where it's just like yeah. water, like everybody gets the same yeah. water kind of thing. Uh, I guess unless you're Flint, but you know you just get, yeah. Sorry guys, uh, I'm real sorry. Yeah. yeah, I know it's like that's the hard that's the hard thing, right? Because you're like, do you the question that you kind of have to deal with currently is like, well, do you need internet? Yep. You know, and I yep. think, do you need internet access? And I think the answer to that question is increasingly becoming yes, mm-hmm. actually, you kind of do. And so I, but it's also hard because it's also traditionally been treated like a television service, right? Yep. Pick the luxury. Yeah, like a luxury. You don't need TV, right? It's just a luxury item. Like for my old apartment when I lived there, I didn't have TV for years. Because number one, I wasn't home ever. So why? But like, (laughs) I didn't have it. Susan had it. And I spent all my time with her. So I didn't need it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Got him. But, you know, it's not a necessity question mark i mean you could argue i mean that was the benefit of like the old analog signal television was everyone had access to something because of the news and all that right mm-hmm. so there's the free tv stations so you, you can say well everyone does have access to some kind of television for news and weather and that kind of stuff that you need to know about but yeah the, the question that we are grappling with is do you need internet yeah. And I think yes. 
I think the answer is definitely becoming yes. It needs to be reliable. It needs to be good because I mean, if how you can't, you have to be able to rely on it, right? And it needs to be decent. We're not talking like crazy. Although Elon's launching those Starlink satellites next week, so hey, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get some. <laughs> launching some more of those bad boys. So <laughs> who knows how much that internet will cost? Yo, man. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fine. Space internet. But, yeah. It's an interesting question. Just like, do you need it? And then how do you access it? You know? Right. How do you regulate it? Do you regulate it? Does it matter? Yeah. You know the drill. Head on over to obrotherpodcast.com. Follow us on all the social media platforms at obrotherpodcast to stay up to date with everything that we've got going on, show notes, extra links, all sorts of good stuff. Well, and especially as consum- ways of consumption are drastically changing is more and more people are being pulled away from their TVs to look at a tablet or a mobile device or another mobile device. Yeah. Um, and if you, I know several people who don't have home internet because they just basically do everything on their phone. Yeah. If that's all they need, uh, which makes total sense. And with 5g, that kind of mentality is going to get a lot more ubiquitous. I think, yeah, I think so too. Cause it'll just be that much more reliable and fast. And, you know, so you will question, well, do I need that house and this, you know? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I'd love to not have to pay for home internet. I'm already paying a literal butt ton for yeah. cell phone <laughs> and data. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> Yo. It's like, that's real bad. Uh can't can I get some spillover here? Can't please 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 please. Yeah, that's true. But the amount of data, I guess I, I'm not. It's just it's not really there yet. Just looking at like the amount of data usage on cell phones on our cell phone bill versus our home Wi-Fi. Like we use a lot of data all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's I don't yeah, where I it mean, all goes just... right. Like it's. Yeah, it gets eaten up in just weird spots. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's a tricky one that I don't think we're necessarily caught up with trying to figure out because, you know, we are just treating it as a business still. Like, oh, you know, buy the one you want. And it's nice to have options. Don't get me wrong. Because some people don't need it, you know. But having the ability to access it, even if you don't necessarily use it, is still not bad. Right? Because you don't, you still could have it if you needed it. So <clears throat> that's the the tricky part. And then plus, you get those really hard questions like, well, is it regulated? Because you you know, like the European Union is doing all that crazy regulation stuff with their internet, versus you know the U.S. where it's all privatized companies and literally they don't care what you put on there as long as you pay for the ads. Don't care at all. You could just write the most hateful, racist things ever. And Facebook's like, eh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then, 
But they're not a publishing platform. Remember, uh, they're not a new, they're not right. Like yeah, I think that's just them lying so they don't get in trouble because that's not <laughs> that's not how most people view it. But yeah, that's how they're still regulated. Yes, and then the other extreme versus you know China, which is like this is the only part of the internet you're allowed to see. Right? Oh yeah. This other internet doesn't exist. It's not there. Or the, the actual extreme North Korean internet. Holy cow, what the heck? Like, here's the five websites that exist. Welcome. That you can get on. <laughs> Have you ever been on a North Korean internet site? Have you? Can't say I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? Dude, it's so trippy. Brandon. Right? It's the trippiest a... thing ever. He's you can get on there. Somewhere. You can get on there. It's fine. I'm yeah. <laughs> Hello, NSA agent. How are you? Hi. Hi, Tom. I'm doing well. Hope you're staying <laughs> safe. Hope your family's yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? Like, if you get on there, you can get on the, the North Korean internet. It all looks an awful lot like 1998 internet. Right? It's like text-heavy, like really bad Java, old JavaScript <laughs> internet. Right? So it looks like... <laughs> And there's like, I saw one one time. It was like a, uh, it's like recipes, right? Recommended from the dear leader. Oh, dear leader's favorite X Y Z whatever it was, right? And it was like, oh, this is great. This is like a cooking thing and like some weird thing. Like it's bizarre. <laughs> but it's definitely there. But those are the only websites that they can go to, right? That's it. That's the only internet that exists for them. Is this handful of websites specifically curated to North Koreans to keep their masquerade going? That you know. So that's the the hardcore fine. extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything's fine. It's great. <laughs> Look how lovely it is here, in North Korea. <laughs> what? <laughs> No slaves being sold to China. Definitely not. None of that's happening. <laughs> so let's do. Yeah. That's anyway. the. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I got dark there, but that's the questions. Like, is it, if you have access to it, is it, you know, how do you regulate it? Do you regulate it? Is it necessary? I would lean much more towards the no, because it's like a open platform for stuff. You should have access to all the things. But I don't know. Tricky questions. Sorry, drug down a weird rabbit hole. Didn't mean to end up there. You mentioned you mentioned Britney Spears in 2001. Um, oh, I did, something, yes. Something else that came back from 2001 uh, today was uh, Colin's uh, coordination. Uh, Fall down. You know, I was sitting on the couch <laughs> about one o'clock and I went, I haven't been on a bike ride in a while. I need to get that oiled and I actually need to get a new water bottle. I'm going to go out for a quick run. Uh, and so I got everything ready. I got my phone charged uh, and I uh, started jogging down the lane and I got about a hundred yards away from the house. And my ankle rolled. Oh no! Ba- ba- 
bad. I mean, I heard a pop, like a loud, audible pop, uh, and I went and I went down. I went. I just went whoop into into shoulder into the grass. Luckily, uh, oh. from the sidewalk. And and my and and I was literally a hundred yards away. There were there were tree trimmers down the road, uh, staring at me as I laid on my back, clutching my leg. There were people having a nice picnic by the park, and then many people driving past me constantly. No one stopped, which is fine. I didn't need that uh, because I was so close to home. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> so I managed to get back home. And by the time I got home. My ankle was swollen probably two to three times the normal size of a normal ankle. <laughs> Good grief. It was, it was bad. It still is bad. I, uh, <laughs> oh, this is, uh, yeah, that's pretty nasty. Did you, were you on the grass or the sidewalk? I was on the sidewalk, but when I rolled my, basically my left ankle, is yes. what gave way. And so when I rolled, I had enough momentum that I just went to the left. I didn't go straight down. Yeah. I just rolled and I was able with to it. with it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Did you like step on the edge of the sidewalk or did you nope, step? I was was the sidewalk? Is your sidewalk one of those beautiful Missouri sidewalks that are like, people don't use these? <laughs> and they're just like an uneven disaster with like no. <laughs> tree roots. And one no. panel of sidewalk is four inches height difference from the other one. <laughs> there is um, right in front. Not so. Our sidewalk right in front of our house is brand new within the past six years. Or they're at a the, jaunty angle. The, right. The like, sidewalk <laughs> in front of the house on our west is so bad. I don't think you could take an off roader across it. There's no way. Wow. But I was. I, I mean, it, it is like jagged edges, like really yeah. cool, like geological uplift and uh, sort of like induction zones going on through oh, this God. with like, like eight inch differences in height and some uh, are, you yeah. know, it's really awesome. So anyway, no, 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 no. This was on a nice flat paved, even no debris, oh. nothing. My ankle was just oh. like, wee. Cause I almost did that today too, but I was running through the grass. And so my, my, one of my steps was a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. Right. Oh. I did that thing where you kind of go and your knee kind of goes straight and you smack it real hard and you go, Oh, that, that wasn't what I wanted. Okay. Let's go. Down. <laughs> yeah. So I am, I had it elevated and iced pretty much ever since. And, That's uh, good deal. it, is not really helping. So well, it will, it will, but it's, yeah. it takes forever. It's one of those Cause I've like, done that too. I've busted mine like that and swelled up the like softball size ankle. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, real. Mine's my left ankle too. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Look at that. Had, Matching twinsies. Twins. <laughs> I, I would like to say, I find it odd that you went, I haven't ridden my bike for a while. I shall go for a jog. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Because, I, know, I, know. I know my bike, like it needs some maintenance and I didn't just want to jump on it without oiling. So I was like, that's a lot. And, and I need to do some tuning up on the derailleur. So uh, let me just do this. Cause my shoes are right back there and I'm just going to go for a quick one mile jaunt around our park. Like it's a nice one mile, just rectangle effectively. Okay. I was just going to do that. Just go out real quick, 30 minutes and get done. No, 
no, no, no, no, no, no, bueno. no, <laughs> it was bad. Megan was like, you're only gone for 15 minutes. And I was like, yeah. And nine over, I was like, I said, what I said, yeah. And 12 minutes of that was hauling my butt back to the house. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> 12 minutes. I was laying on the ground in agony. That's what yeah. I was doing. Is what happened effectively. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. I didn't even get to the good part of the song that I was looking forward to. Like, I mean, well, you didn't have time to start the song. I imagine no. <laughs> go through the playlist. Here's this one. Blah. Oh no. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Goodness. Well, yeah. Hopefully, it'll so. be better. To, we'll see. Here's updated tomorrow. See how it's doing there. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, I do not have a really big gravel mining site visit in Benton County tomorrow that I have to go mm. on. Well, your boots will maybe hold your ankle together. This is, oh, this thing, yeah. I, I did a little test tonight where I ace bandaged it, put on a sock, and then shoved it in my boot. And I was like, okay. And you rolled the is, other one. I, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he fell oh, over no. because it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have 100% done that with my football cleats. Oh, like I was, in, I, was in yeah. the, I was in the locker room and I stood up. This was when they built the new facility. And I was like, my cleats can work on concrete. Roll. It's like, eh, no, it's fine. I'll put the other one on. And then took two steps and rolled the other one. I was like, well, I'm not playing tonight. This is fun. No, but tomorrow his other his right knee will definitely hurt from compensating for walking on that bent ankle. Oh, man. Yeah, That's I'm gonna really... <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Not looking, for, not looking forward to this. Yeah, the bandage in the boot will help keep it stabilized at least, so you can. Yeah. Do you have Do you have thick socks? Do you have thick I'll socks to wear? About. I, I do. I do. Do you have a walking cane, a walking stick? I should get one. It's true. My mother in law could steal you one. It's fine. Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna steal one from your mother in law? Wait a no, minute. She, Wait a minute. No, Wait a minute. She, <laughs> No, she. I tease her about this like for, for it's happened like years ago. I still tease her about. It. She was at Walmart and she like went to the bathroom and like parked her cart by the bathroom, you know. And then she came out and she just grabbed a cart and walked off. She grabbed some other lady's cart and so they called uh. over the over the intercom. That later they called, uh, you know, would the would the person who took the cart with the cane by the bathroom please bring it back to customer service? Oh, and she no. was going. She was going, you know, man, that's terrible. Who would do that? I can't believe someone would take somebody's cart with somebody's cane in it. And her her <laughs> husband, who was still at the live of the time, was like, "Why do you have a cane in your cart?" <laughs> right. <laughs> oh no! Like, this sudden realization. Oh my gosh! It was me. <laughs> she took it back. <laughs> I've been calling her a cane thief for years. Wonderful. <laughs> I like <laughs> but she might have an extra one for you. <laughs> you should ask her, please. True. Or <clears throat> hear me out. Just get a big stick and wander around Gandalf style, right? Like <laughs> ah yes. That's what I'm mm. thinking. Like <laughs> Well, because no no one's gonna detest that. They'll just think like, oh wow, that's the that's that crazy, uh, you know, wilderness person that works for the you know state conservation. And be like, wow, he's True. he's wise beyond his years. Uh, yeah, yes, he's an expert. I he's an expert hog tracker. Look at him. 
majestically walking. Oh, that's, that's what I was gonna say. It's like, oh, Colin, you don't have to track coggies no more because you, you have you can't walk. <laughs> Just milk it for all it's worth, Colin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't chase oh my gosh, hogs. Dang. My my ankle hurts. Seriously. Yo, Aaron, uh, he's gonna actually be stuck in a holler somewhere, like broken ankle, like. Hundred <laughs> percent. They, oh, I I can't even. Just leg at the bottom of a ravine. No. They sent out. They sent out a a call for more people. Uh, there's like sixty trapping spots that they still need filled. Oh the, like, my gosh! I I'm telling you, it is bad. Like it is. I just because I mean they started in the gosh they started last winter they started in the winter they moved into the spring now they're in the summer last winter also known as twelve years ago twelve years ago the before times it was BC in in the before times they started BC and before quarantine well no before COVID right that's and. And now it's just, I was looking at their calendar and I was just going, there's like, this is going to burn out so fast. So I, well, I told Megan, yeah, I said, man. I said, be prepared for me in the next couple of weeks to get tapped to go. Cause I, I'm looking at this going, they're going to start really, really fine combing through, <laughs> through their records yeah. and I be like, be able uh, to hide forever. Mister, <laughs> <laughs> please. Sign up right now. No, they're not going to ask you to sign up. They're like, oh, look, you've been signed up. That's what's going to happen. They're going to be voluntold. <laughs> exactly voluntold. That's what's going to happen. Just, just hire a bunch of people from Texas and their helicopters to come fly through Missouri and just shoot what they can. Yes, because that wonderful tree cover just allows for low flight. Wait, Trees I don't exist. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, did I tell you conspiracy? What? Oh no! I um. So this was on Fort Leonard Wood. Did I tell you what they did? On, what happened on Fort Leonard Wood? I they mean, I can only them. imagine the lunacy that happened at Fort Leonard Wood. <laughs> yeah. So, so he uh, they were doing not MDC, but uh, the military was trapping hogs because they managed that stuff. And um, oh God. They they ran the hogs as they did do run into Fort, a, uh, uh, hold on for listeners unfamiliar Fort Leonard Wood is the home of the Missouri National Guard that is the like base headquarters of all <laughs> Missouri National Guard activity is Fort Leonard Wood uh, all right continue please <laughs> yep. so they ran into a cedar grove and they were flying co- were flying helicopters in the area and that you can't see in a cedar grove is really thick. No. So they just lit the cedar grove on fire and sur- sur- <laughs> and surrounded it. It just waited. And I don't know if you know this or not, but um a vast majority of pigs will just lay down and be burnt. <laughs> yeah. But- you know, and you cedar know, just kind of burns kind like of, boom. Yes, hot, hot and fast. So I was like, oh, that's not standard operating procedure for us, is it? <laughs> but this, this, this whole kind of thing, for some reason, is reminding me of the 1930s emu war in Australia. <laughs> yeah. So, 
after I'm sorry. After, <laughs> so in in the 1930s, if that's not the episode, okay, not, that's ep- title, <laughs> title found. There you go. 1930s emu war. Sounds true. So in, in in Australia in the 1930s, the um, emus were in such high population that they were like just migrating uh, in the north to the west part of Australia, like destroying farms. And so, because there was a big settlement thing after the uh, the First World War, where they gave uh, soldiers a bunch of farmland. They're like, oh, "All right, good job. Here's some farmland for you." Um, and so, I'm like, sorry they're, they're, for I, all of our Australian listeners. <laughs> no, yeah, you're welcome. And so, okay. emus were just in such high population, and someone's like, "Well, we need the government, or like, we need the military out there." And so, it was like five guys, a truck, and like two machine guns. And like, I remember seeing a whole documentary of it. And like, I remember the announcer saying, and on the first day, the emus eluded the soldiers by them not firing a single shot. But on the second day, they unloaded 5,000 rounds into emus and only killed like 50. Like how many emus are there? But it it was just like, (laughs) it was just a problem where like they were out there for like a summer. And then they just kind of said that, well, we can't do anything else and then just left so the but, emus yeah, yeah, won yeah. think yes, about that basically <laughs> and so it, it yeah i just remember i just remember seeing like pictures of like these guys like five dudes went out to like a field and they set up like guns and then they said hey what if we take a a, a truck and put a machine gun on it and chase after emus and th- this is th- like the whole time colin was talking about this like this reminds me of something it's like yes. Emu War 1932. <laughs> like, oh, this could be a Check, great idea. Please, please, I just pulled it up. Please, uh, anybody who's listening, please just pull up the Emu War Wikipedia page because it's absolutely hysterical. It'll like, be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> which you can find by going to obrotherpodcast.com oh, or hey. in the podcast app that you're listening to right now. Boom. Oh, the great Emu War, <laughs> War. I'm sorry. Oh, indeed. yes. It's beautiful. So, yes, that's... Yeah. Uh, you're right. That, I, that has been nagging me. That does sound like something I've heard before, but I could not for the life of me figure out what in the earth this was. Yeah. And it's the Emu War. So mm. I, I also remember watching, like, YouTube videos and people, like, drawing, you know, overdramatic pictures of it to make it, like, like a full documentary of, like, this, like, you know, what they used to do with the Civil War documentaries. Yeah. It's like, and in late 19, uh, 1932, over 12 mi- you know, million emus marched across the West. It's like, oh, wow, this is really, oh, this is, oh, this actually happened. Oh, no. So this this is what I imagine Colin having to do with, with hogs is, is another great emu war. Yes. Pretty much. Only Hard without as many it. firearms. <laughs> For now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be bad news. Uh, if you wait too long, too, it's gonna be like extra mega hot. It'll be like end of August. August, yeah. It's like, when, did you, no. do you have a ship out date, Colin? Do they actually the ship out? <laughs> do you like? Do you have? a time or is it just like you're still just kind of like waiting and I'm 
I'm he hasn't been drafted my... yet. <laughs> He's no, gonna... okay. I'm waiting for my deployment details. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. My papers. Well, because they, they, they start off by saying, here's all the slots that need to be filled. Fill them. And then, of course, I delete that email immediately. Uh, and then they send out <laughs> another email saying, here are the remaining slots. We need these filled by next Friday. And I delete that one. And then they say, this, these need to be filled by tomorrow. And I delete that one. And I just kind of wait for somebody to send me an email saying, Colin, here's where you're going to be doing this. Because I'm not going to... I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going <laughs> to... And then uh, I'm going to say, well, yeah, but if you don't play that game long enough, what's going to happen is you're going to go to the boot heel, <laughs> which is that's what's going to happen. You know, I've never I've never really spent any appreciable time down there. So, you know, is that what, is that how you want to spend your time in the swamp? It's, it's looking yeah, for hogs and swamp lowland bottoms and you're going to hunt, hunt, hunt them. Might as well hunt them in a swamp. It'd be cool. True. I suppose <clears throat> if. Uh, however, if you were in the boot heel, you could be serving a twofold purpose, right? You could be, you know, like official on official business <coughs> for hog uh, tracking, but like clandestinely, it's actually an ivory build woodpecker tracking mission. Boom. See? Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> on my free on my free time. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, guys. No, I'll just go be like this way. <laughs> no, just spend all your time looking up instead of down. Yeah. Did you see any hogs? No. I another <laughs> thing. But I was listening to the bubble knock. <laughs> it was like I was I was reading you know some of my old you know history textbooks and I can't remember like what event it was but you know there was uh there was some you know isolated company in like you know some country and they're like oh they have you know a hundred percent success rate whenever they go on patrols but then when the military actually did investigations on this company. It's like, how are you guys being so successful? But they would just like go to the next town and like go see movies and like do all this other stuff. And then just like report that they saw and did all these things like, Oh yeah. So Tom, that's what you need to do. Fudge the paperwork. I I corralled 30 hog, but they eluded me. They got away. Got away. away. (laughs) <laughs> I think I think Ivory Bill Hunt is the best, right? Ivory Bill Woodpecker. Oh, how are you going on a <laughs> No, Ivory Bill Woodpecker. This is one of my. This is one of the uh, the closest. Is it still alive? Animals on the extinct ah. list, right? So it's def- It's been declared extinct, but but is it right? It's one of those things. It was uh, definitely habitat loss through logging in the late eighteen hundreds because. Uh, it's it lives in like lowland, like hardwood, bottom forest, right, and swamps and stuff. <coughs> I definitely think I said those words out of order, but it's fine. Um, <coughs> some words, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but um, so habitat loss killed this thing. Uh, you know, 
the last real good recordings and stuff they have is like 19, what, 30, 40, something like that. Maybe it. Um, university got some pictures and uh, stuff. But after that, it's been just kind of gone. Nobody's actually seen this thing. Wait a minute. Uh, Except yeah. for the, uh, yeah. the famous video from Arkansas. Yeah, in 2004. This, 2004, this guy is just paddling through a swamp. He's got his yep. camera on his lap, and then, boom, this bird just flies right in front of him. Mm-hmm. And it definitely appears to be an ivory-billed woodpecker. Right? Yeah, no, I all, think, all I of think the it's mar- been since validated to basically be really? a, uh, an ivory-billed. Yeah. I th- I think oh, in the video, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, almost certain at this point that it's ivory-billed woodpecker, but, like, nobody's seen, like, more of them. Yeah. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong here. No, you're right. Like, you're right. Was, since then, uh, they haven't seen anything else. Yeah. No sites. They maybe some support, uh, like alleged like calls and stuff, but like not a lot of like no sightings. So uh, these things have like enormous ranges, you know, and they mate for really long term stuff and they kind of stay in the same area forever but their their range is enormous so they don't really overlap too much so they're very spread out but finding them is very difficult mm-hmm. uh, but allegedly could still be ivory bill woodpeckers in the swamps of Arkansas and possibly the Boot Hill Missouri so Missouri. Colin okay. Colin's gonna go search for them got it done <laughs> consider it done <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. Oh. Excuse me. So, other than icing, you got anything else exciting happening other than your gravel quarry visit? Uh, no. Oh, more fun for the, I, I mean, more rants from the department. If hey, want, um, this is everyone loves indeed. So, uh, we are going through, I, I know I've talked about it before, a massive restructuring reorganization of the department. Uh, it's been fraught with terrible decisions and bad leadership and poor communication. No, misunderstandings. What? And clueless people and no Man. direction and no vision and all this stuff. But we are barreling headlong into it. July 1st, we'll officially be in the new structure. Um, oh. And on, we're recording this uh, June 24th. And yeah. We record, and on, so we, we have to submit these hours, even though we're, we're, salaried we still have to account for our hours for lots of reasons but anyway um we, re- we submit them on the 15th and the end of every month so mid you know twice a month you have to submit hours well on the <laughs> on june 11th no it's june 13th they were like oh uh by the way all of the codes that you have been using and that the department has been using for the past 15 years are no longer in the system. 
Uh, here is a list of over 300 new ones. What? But, <laughs> but the system cannot input them yet. So you can't actually input your time. We hope you will be able to put your time by the 1st of July. So just write down uh, all of your hours on a piece of paper until then. Uh, what? <laughs> hmm. And I'm going, I'm going, did they not know? Did they have what <laughs> they completely they forgot they forgot it was what they happened and then there was a frantic email of going don't own it like many people like left on vacation or you know do all this stuff and so they submit their hours early well all those have yeah. to get returned submitted. it's all That's invalid ridiculous. and so i was like i was like i again am not writing things down on paper of hours like my codes i write down my daily logs of what i do and what tasks i got accomplished and i will just go back and resubmit my time whenever they tell me to do it and it's all it's just gonna odd. be like it's very weird very that's weird. a very odd well first of all that's a very odd system to put anyway for a salaried employee right like why well so we, well, part of the reason is like we're we're paying you this much money and no overtime ever. That's exactly that's one of the reasons why. Well, like, I mean, they don't, guys, <laughs> yeah, they don't mind overtime, but I think the big thing is is that they have to track a lot for reimbursements, like federal reimbursements. Well, if that's you, true. If I guess. you work on certain projects at certain times, and they can apply for grants based off work, and they're they budget, they've redone the budget, so now it's more important than ever in that we have to account for staff time oh um, yeah for object goal or objective budget or item, yeah for, yeah for strategic plan eh, okay well, that makes sense I guess. so that's how they have to justify what they what they put in their their budgets um it's a pain and i don't like it at all oh yeah uh, so I, I get that <laughs> i get that but it's like this it's such a big system it's such a key keystone of the entire department. And they were like, ah, no, I don't submit anything this week. You'll get more, just you'll get more directions. And then it was like, yeah, maybe the first of July or a little bit after that, whenever you, you'll get something. And I was like, how? <laughs> how did this so weird. Oh my gosh. And they're working on their ridiculous, um, values statement for the department. And I'm going, why? 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 It just it reeks of corporate structure, right? It just reeks of well, we have to have a statement that defines our values and what, yeah, you know, like, and we have to like. I get a mission statement, totally get it, but they have a whole values team to figure out what the values of their personnel are and how they can match them and all that stuff. And I'm going, what? Does that I I get it? Like some people think that's important. I don't think that really helps me get my job done, though. It doesn't. Our it last doesn't. superintendent was way into that stuff. Right. He was all about it. And like we talk about it all the time. We had those dumb staff meetings. We'd like write on paper the important values of like <clears throat> I have things to do. Like you you yeah. want my like pacing guide and all that stuff. I can can I go do that? Yeah. This, this is not helpful. No. Like, I don't care about that. <laughs> Right, and the last all staff meeting that had everybody submit what they valued, and I knew, I knew, 
they, I knew as I was writing this down on a piece of paper, they were going to do a stupid word cloud <laughs> at the end of this. And oh, I hate word clouds so much. No, they're going to go, they're going to go, we value these things too. And you know what it was that we don't guess what the, I, I also guessed the biggest, the, the two biggest words, the biggest word of them all was family. Of course. Of yes. course. And of course they take that to mean that we are all family here in the department. Mm-hmm. And I just going to say, Anytime an employer starts talking about being part of a family, you know you are in a very toxic work environment and you don't want to be there, right? right? Because, because in no other family is it structured of it between an employer and an employee. That's not family. That's a job. I'm sorry. Period. End of story. Yeah. Like, right? Like, those are such twisted toxic expectations to place on people because what does it do it means oh you the employee sacrifice everything for your family you don't get anything back your boss me yeah i'm your family we're your family we're not your but you are ours right it's just so bad and i just oh i was so so angry i wanted i was like just really really frustrated with that it really burned me to see them go and yeah we're family too we value family. and i was like no my family my family i don't value my relationship with any of y'all to that extent <laughs> right <laughs> like like don't take this the wrong way but no <laughs> so that's so do you guys remember a few months ago when i was going through that core training stuff and how, how completely miserable I was. You mean the so longest drives in the history of the planet? Yes. Yeah. yes. So, they, so they had, they yes. had um, this thing called connections where all of the big wigs from DHS come and talk to you, people that are from the, the big administration thing. And they come and they, and the first thing, number one, I've been training all week. I, I don't like people in general. So being in a crowded assembly room, or gathering hall of any kind just automatically annoys me. And then having people that are like, I'm going to make a difference. And, oh, this is, I've been dreaming about this for years. Like, no, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And then the president of DHS comes in and was like, I was in the business sector for blah, blah, blah years. I'm like, oh, cool. This is exactly what we need. And, yeah, they, they went back and they talked about, you know, you know, the values and cores and our beliefs of DHS and, you know, got a standing ovation. I was trying not to, I, I, I the, the loudest groan of just, uh, and then everyone on my table agreed because we've all been through core. And, you know, kind of what, what Colin was talking about. I get freaking, you know, emails daily of, Please take this work survey. Uh, I get two. There's two different kinds of them, and I it alternates each day. One of them is please tell us what you're doing, so that way you know you know you know that you're working. Blah blah blah. And it's like, oh, I'm doing this on this date. Blah. <laughs> ten, boom. Done. The Aaron just is, says definitely not what, Breath of the Wild. Sorry, that's what Aaron says right there. It's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> shut up with your facts. Um, <laughs> but but the but the other one is it's like you know tell us how you're doing. Tell us how you feel. What are some of the uh, what, what are some of the, the strengths that you think DHS has? Do you feel valued as a worker? Do you feel that you have a, a strong voice 
in your um oh, what is it, in your team and i like every it's like you know between excellent to poor and i choose poor on every single one of them and i write a lengthy <laughs> thing at the end of it it's just like look i am working for my home it is a tuesday afternoon i am talking to 12 different people over the phone right now i don't have time for this hit the med and so i'm just waiting for a, a call from you know administration and then i get like a weekly email from the director and it's like hey everyone i was having a rough week last week and then i read blah 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 i'm like i don't care why. <laughs> i hate those so <laughs> because, much because those are our principal sends those this, too when when this first started the I, was, I had to i i had to email my supervisor daily of everything that i did from what time i got up to who i called at what time how much i typed and like i had to do that daily Turns out I was like the only one doing that. And I was like, well, this is crap. I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> and then they actually got the, the system fixed. But, and then they started to, and you know, what I kind of talked about last time, the, the state of Oklahoma has lost so much money that they're closing offices. And they conveniently forgot Osage County, which we got a nice little email. It's like, oh, hey, by the way, we're closing our office, but didn't get a close date. And so I'm kind of, waiting around for my office to close, but they got at us and they were just kind of in a limbo state again. But like all these offices are closed and all these other offices are open. And I was like, can I go to my office or not? Like our district supervisor in the game 20 years. You know, I, you know, it's, it's gotten a lot better because I'm more on a routine but they stopped doing overtime because they can't pay anybody. Um, you can't file more to my office to get a van when it takes me just so they, they say you have to take your own car, but we're not going to pay you for it. And so like they're not doing overtime, which I had to fight with my timesheet lady on every single time I submit it to go, well, we're not doing time saying like, well, this was submitted on this date. Give it to me now. And it's, it's just a, it's just a cluster. I'm tired and I want to play breath of the wild. All I want to do. (laughs) But for those those of you who are listening, I actually am really good at my job. Just if if I can just deal with one or the other, I would much rather deal with clients (laughs) than administration. That's how terrible the state of Oklahoma is. And put it in writing because and then i found out like well who's making all these other decisions and it's like oh it's our governor I'm like oh governor state cool that's not helping anything Ooh, yeah Aaron's, Aaron's rant can, is over sorry you talk about useless governors another time because ours is useless also but wonderful uh, <laughs> i think that's what you were trying to say no he's garbage uh <laughs> the but i do i have the, i just have that like that I don't, there's something about that administrative, like the bureaucratic administrative thing that just like, it's so off-putting to my personality type that I just can't deal with it. Right. Like, like, like I said, our old superintendent used to do all this stuff and it was very like, very kind of corporate centric stuff for a staff 100%. meeting in a school. It's kind of weird. Right. We, he has his favorite thing in the world was this stupid chart. It's the, he calls it, it's the plus delta chart. Like, we're going to talk about our plus deltas now. Like, 
Why? Why would you do that? Yep. What the heck is this? I hate mm-hmm, this thing. Mm-hmm. Get it out of here. And our current superintendent, the new one, she kept it at least for the beginning of this year. So when I, I thought that he was gone, that thing was gone forever. And she pulls out this sheet in our first staff meeting at the beginning of this last school year. I was like, no, it's still here. <laughs> <laughs> I never fill it out. I, or I put I like tried. just one thing on each one. I'm like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I, no, I, I tried and so hard to be to be nice whenever I found out the president of DHS used to be in the business field. He was like, well, I was in, you know, this company for X amount of years. And I because at, at the time, everyone in my group had already known where I stand and how I felt on the training and how, you know, monotonous and dumb it was. And. But I, I, because they're like, oh, does anyone have any questions for the president? I was like, uh, no, no, be nice. Still on the job. Because yeah. <laughs> every, every, everyone asks questions. They're like, how do you feel about people? And it's like, oh, I feel very strongly about people. And blah. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I think they're out. a great resource to explore. I mean, I mean, welcome, people. Uh, yeah, serve and grow. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. And then my group got, got picked. Uh, we had the the DHS has a slogan which I forgot, um, but we they gave us like letters and we had to go like or they gave us like words and we had to go put the words in a sentence by standing up and I was just trying not to chew my piece of paper up and I was like I, 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 oh, I don't like those team building group things those are not fun I don't like those yeah so I was like just just let me do my job not with you people let me go deal with people who actually need it. Right. Well, I think there's an overemphasis on like this vague term of like business minded, right? Because people seem to think that like that model translates into other things and it does yeah. not. It doesn't yeah. belong there. Like it doesn't belong in a school. The school's not a business. You're we not don't have a widgets. Yeah, we're not. We have no product. Yeah. I and mean, we're not that's producing. We're not consuming resources and producing stuff. It's not yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Right. So that model, that mindset doesn't really fit in that environment. And the same with DHS, that's definitely not a business. No. So just because no. someone's a business person doesn't mean that they can lead you know, in that environment. Right. Same. Yeah. <clears throat> you I know, that all- just because you're a man of business, like, you know, to one big extreme, in my opinion, if you're a man of business, doesn't mean you can be the, president jeez louise man right. doesn't have anything to do with that you're not <laughs> well yeah and that's like like the department like okay how do i go about running a business that does watershed conservation but we're a nonprofit yeah. and we can't make any money and all of our funding actually comes from taxpayers yeah it's tell me how to run a, that as a business it's not a business you can't it's do not. it and yet they're like, well, we need to, we need to find our values. And oh, here's the other things they're trying to do. Um, they have a a culture committee to Ew. figure out what the that culture sounds of the department is. And I'm like, again, I go, why, why is that just so important? People can sit on another committee. Yes, like that doesn't tell me <laughs> anything, right? That's that's not going to change. I'm afraid that they're going to, what it's actually going to be is actually going to come out some very bad stuff, but whatever. It's just, it I don't, might, I don't understand. You know, of like, we think 
again, it's their idea of what they think culture is going to be. They say they talk to people, but they don't. And they don't yeah. listen. They don't, they don't tell you. It, here's the part of any time you solicit for public feedback or feedback on anything. Tell the other person what you're going to do with the feedback. How, tell them how it's going to impact your decision or not. Right? You need to tell them that because otherwise you're leaving on false assumptions. If you say to somebody, hey, how am I, how's my work today? And they respond with, that's, you know, you're actually a terrible worker and I don't know why you're here. And you go, great. Glad we talked. I really appreciate it. And you don't change a single thing. Yeah. Don't ask for feedback next time. That's the point because you're not even listening. Yeah. It's like the, well, a lot of times it is the illusion of caring. 100% what it is. Yes. It's because somebody, somebody told them along the way, you have to ask for feedback through this process. And they went, we have to ask for feedback along this process. Great. And they get this, all this information and they go, select all, delete. (laughs) Now, what what were we doing on our path anyway? Right. Like that's, that's anyway, back to what we were doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At no point have they said, have they said, oh, here's, here's as specific as they've gotten. We look at your feedback and we take it into account when we are making decisions. How? How do yeah. you do that? You have to I, tell me how. I, I, it was a weird, at the beginning of this year, because we had a new superintendent, she brought us in and she had that, we had that, but we had that face to face. So it was kind of awkward because I was like, well, you know, she's like, well, what are some things that you think are good? And then she was like, what are some things you think were bad? And I really kind of held back a little bit because I was like, mm, yeah, I have a big list, <laughs> right. but let's start here <laughs> because I, I think that, <clears throat> you know, like, <clears throat> like everybody else, I think we all have certain expectations of things and then what we end up getting is like meh so mm-hmm. that's my biggest you know I think that's a universal d- dilemma in many environments but like oh yeah uh, I didn't I didn't lead with that one I said some other stuff <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah, that's always yeah, my well, big thing it's like we get this big expectation build up and then what we end up getting and at the end is like meh mm-hmm. Here it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love what? I love getting the emails that say like, "Oh, we hear you and we understand your your complaints." Because like I remember I was in a staff meeting on I think it was like Zoom or something, and it was you know we we're talking about like all right, so our supervisor asked supervisor asked us like, all right, what do you need? Like, all right, we need access to, you know, you know scanners and printers and stuff, and we need because you know we we have to send you know a lot of medical requests. Yeah. And, you know, and, and different referrals and stuff. And so it got so bad. I was taking a picture of paperwork and like attaching it to a word document and emailing it to people. I'm like, Hey, look, I don't have an office. I hope this works. And uh, so I can suggest to you, there are many scanner apps for your phone that actually take those pictures and well, convert them directly so to PDFs. I, and then I you just email them. I can't download anything on my work phone. And I can't use my personal phone for anything. They won't let you download stuff on your phone? Man, that's nope. lame. Yep. Well, then, so, yeah, they're getting pictures. So I submitted stuff to my university with pictures from my phone, so it's fine. I'm sure it'd be fine. Oh, because like, <laughs> I, 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 I would like just literally take a picture of it and then email it to myself and then convert it into PDF and be like, well, hope this yeah, works. Got to be good I got, enough. I got, a, I got an email and it's like, 
we hear your voices and we are working together to, to strive and progress towards these difficult times. So after hearing your complaints, we have now decided to give Oklahoma County blah, or like it was like one of the Oklahoma City districts. Like we're giving them two new vehicles. I was like, that's not what I got. So because like we, yeah. We have, yeah, like I said, we have four vans for the entire county of Osage. And we have like 30 workers. Like, what do you like? That's cool. But how is this going to fix me? Because I, I, I got a call from the other day from a hospital. And they're like, um. I mean, we can kind of use this. We prefer you scan it. I'm like, look, I, I, I can't help you. Sorry. That's all the best I can do. And see, I just, that, I've never thrown anything, but I just wanted to chuck my laptop when I got that email. Listeners, for reference, I also just looked it up. Osage County, 2,300 square miles. <laughs> Kaboom. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it takes me a good hour to get to my office from where I live. And it takes me another hour to get to two of the closest towns to, to me where I, where I live. So just put that into perspective of, Oh, Hey, I got a call. I got to go out there. Oh, let me take a picture of this on my phone. That'll help me. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. Where's my hat? Hey. Put my hat on. Yeah. yeah so, 23,004 square miles. Excuse me. Population hey. of forty six thousand in the whole county. It it is Oi. one of the least <laughs> densely populated in in the the state, but it's just you know everything is so spread out. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Oh, fun fun bureaucracy bullcrap for sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's like whenever this whole reorg started people were complaining about chain of command and not getting consistency about messaging. How often did you hear the term streamlined? Uh, We have, we have whole classes that you can take on the streamlining process. You can get, you can get, you can get a white belt, a black black belt. (laughs) Yep. Called process, process improvement. It sounds awful. It's terrible. It is so terrible. It's awful. This is why. This is why I don't. This is why people ask me all the time. They're like, "Hey, are you going to go to these like uh, teacher uh, like in service training things?" Right. If a lot of the offsite ones that they're like, "Oh, go do that." It's that stuff. Yeah. I want to go to that. Like, I want to learn more about science. Yeah. I want to learn more about this. I don't want to learn about weird things like that. That doesn't help me teach anybody. Get out of here. (laughs) And, And I don't understand. Like, I don't know. I took one and I walked away from it going, what? What do you mean? What do you, you, you're trying to teach me about process improvement to make processes more efficient by taking up 90% of my time for who knows how long, because apparently that's all the department has been doing for the past five years. I I don't understand that. I don't understand like, well, here's what you do. You write everything down that you, every single step in every hand that has to touch this document and you write that out and then you put them on a big board and you see if you can line them up in a better way. Why? That's just workflow. Why, That's yeah, why don't I just... It's a workflow chart. Why don't uh, I just do it? Why don't I... Like, I don't yeah, understand. I just, exactly. Why, why, would, why do that? I don't, I don't understand. And... 
And I know the idea of like always be questioning. And anytime someone tells you this is how we do this process, ask why. That's a healthy thing to do. Unless neither of you are empowered to make any changes, yeah, then, it's few, then it's pointless. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but that workflow chart, that's from tech business. That's where that yes. thing comes from. And that's yeah. not that's definitely not no. applicable to like no. weird land claim stuff no. paper documentation. They, did of, it. they were I'm like sorry. bragging about how they use this process to come up with fuel cards for each truck. And I'm like what? No. No. Because it used to no, be No, you didn't. You just went we're just going to assign a card to a truck. Yeah. Done. You, you went you went do people you went do people still do tr- mileage logs for their for for fleet vehicles? No. Oh, they use all cards. Sweet. We'll do that. Like this process you didn't use this process for that. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. How did you get That doesn't make sense. No. No. That's not what happened here. So, stop. Stop lying. Stop it's, it. Yeah, it's definitely so, conflating some things to get there. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, it's like but each step along the way People kept saying, well, the leadership, we don't have strong leaders. There's a problem there. And so they were like, oh, are you saying you don't like the structure? No. (laughs) No, no, the structure won't change anything. It's the people. The people are the problem. And they went, oh, so what if we got regional work teams? Ah. And you're like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? What are you doing? And they're like, yeah. (laughs) And what if we made the really bad leaders like the ultimate leaders for each No. <laughs> what are you? Why would you? <laughs> it clearly isn't the personnel; it's the structure that they're leading. One, obviously, well, be, because because on and I can Duh. see from there. And I've talked to my I've talked to my supervisor about this. Like I am totally understand they have to at the same time go. We have the best workforce on the face of the earth to manage this. You know, manage our state's land. We do. While having to tacitly acknowledge that they have some pretty deadbeat people on the workforce that would be better off not employed with the department. Right? Well, I don't like, think I don't think uh, those two. Th- yeah, I don't think you have to say we have the best workforce. I think it's much healthier to say we want the best workforce. Oh no, they say we have the best workforce. Oh yes, but I, what I'm saying uh, is oh, that no, I believe that is wrong. Yes, right. I believe that they should be saying we want. Yes. The best workforce. Oh yeah. How do we make it better? Yep. Because I don't think I think it's definitely unhealthy to assume that what you have currently is the best iteration of the thing. Yes. Right. That's yep. not including how it's just people, just like right. Well, yes, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> definitely including people. But I don't think you can just take what you have at face value and say this is the best iteration there is. Right. Yep. You have to say this is the current iteration. Yeah, I think how do we make it better? I think if you're not striving yeah. to be to make it better, then what are you doing? Yeah, you're not fine. Like here's the here's the here's the thing that really needed to happen. Again, here's the the wonderful. If everybody just did what I believed, things would be better. Which you know runs that doesn't work in the real world. But as someone who oh no, it does. Haven't you watched the news? That's exactly oh, how it works. That's right. <laughs> We're not going there. Not going there. Anyway, sorry. Right. Like here's what needed to happen. They got a new director. She needed to come in and fire about 20 people and say, you have been poorly performing this entire time for all of your careers. Bye. And then put actual people in place and go, okay, is this better? Right? That would be the first step. 
remove the leaders. Instead, what she did was she turned to the deadbeat leaders and went, how can we make this structure better? Basically, how can we make this structure better for you? <laughs> yeah. How can we make you do less work? That's 100%. Because they were like, we're streamlining from the top down to make the connection stronger. And basically what they, they were like, they really, at first we were like, oh man, they're going to get rid of middle management, those positions. That's not what they're called. They're not called middle managers, but that's the, just if you're thinking corporate, that's, that's who where, they're getting yeah. rid of, right? No, they like added. There's so many more layers between me and the director now. It's not even funny. And I don't understand how that makes anything better. <laughs> They came up with some ridiculous thing of like, well, no one person should be supervising more than five people. Like five to, ten, five to ten people was the maximum number that any one person could supervise so that you could get more mentoring. And I was like, I thought we were looking for consistency of message. You're adding yeah. more people. It's a game of telephone. <laughs> like you're increasing the, the number of chains in the game of telephone now. Yeah, no, that's worse. not... If you're going to have mentors, you have like a, a person whose job it is to, to be, yeah, to like mentor and help with like uh, coaching, yeah. right? We call them in, in the teaching world, they're called instructional coaches. Sure. That's their job. Their job is to, uh, usually they, well, in small schools like mine, they also teach a class, classes, right? They sure. also have class load, but <clears throat> their other job is to come and see you. Mm -hmm. Talk about how you're doing. How is your planning looking? How is it going? How are you doing personally? Like blah, blah, blah. Like their job is to kind of be that person that helps you do your job better. <clears throat> They're not just like random person that teaches nearby. Right. That's what it sounds like. They, they do your department. It's actually a person whose dedicated job it is to come and visit you while you're working and just kind of see how you're doing suggest right. other options like oh hey have you tried this hey you could do that hey what about this to like help make your life better yeah it's like well, they're like a coaching position not yeah. just like a random no, they're, they're, they're <laughs> just, looking they're looking to the supervisors and going and you guys are mentors now and i'm like no it's not a, super, it's not a supervisor's not job they have to do other things they're to supervise me in my current job <laughs> right yeah that's what they're super okay whatever cool cool <laughs> Awesome. Good job, guys. Yeah. So the end result, I'm just like, this is awful. It's really bad. It's real bad. Anyway, on that, any, any funny note we can end on? Because it's getting late. <laughs> end on a fun, someone say something funny. Got nothing. No. Got nothing. Well, so I, I, I will, I will say into further detail. Um, so this weekend, for Father's Day, you know, I, I took Shelby down and Shelby got to meet Papa and yeah. Brandon and Susan. Um, yes, tell so her I apologize. For everything. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, Just for no, myself so we, in general. We were, we, were, we were sitting there and we went to breakfast in Marshfield because that's what we do. Um, and because that, that's what dad does. Sorry. It's like, you guys want breakfast? 30 minutes later. Um, and then we're and so Shelby brought up the point. It's like, hey, isn't Laura Ingalls Wilder house in Missouri? And I was like, oh, that's probably like a few hours away. And Dad's like, no, that's in Mansfield. That's like twenty minutes away. Definitely so not twenty minutes away. <laughs> it's like, oh, from from Marshfield, it's like twenty thirty minutes away. 
And so like we yeah, we drove to Mansfield and spent the rest of the day in the Laura Ingalls Wilder History Museum and home. Yeah. Uh, in which my my girlfriend of six months said the quote, and she's not in the room, but she can probably hear me, and she'll probably murder me the moment I get done with the podcast. She's like, it would be so cool to LARP in the 1800s. I was like, huh? It'd be be cool to LARP the 1800s. And I was like, I don't know if LARP is the right word, but... I mean, it isn't, but I understand what she's going for. So, some advice, Shelby, for your advice. Here we go. First of all, you need to zero in on a particular time period of the 1800s because the fashion changed. The fashion changed dramatically through each decade of the time, right? Mm -hmm. So, gotta find a time. Second of all, Uh, there are people I know that I have seen them online and stuff and they just do that. They just dress that way every day. That's how they go yeah, to work. So we, they just dress like we, it's 1820. It's like, go for it. <laughs> we found these, Oh, I can't remember the names, but we found these, these vloggers on YouTube that are like, well, it's time for me to wake up at, you know, 4am to go turn butter. And then, like, t- it talks about like them in the process of like dressing in the time period. Yeah, and I was just like fascinated with it. But that then brought me up to do. Do we need to make a road trip to Lincoln Land in yeah. Illinois? I mean, you could probably go Lincoln somewhere closer Salem to find a bonnet. No, and, no, 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 no. And, uh, That's cooler. And, uh, <laughs> but so, in to encompass a you know a conclusion, Dad wants to make a trip up to Illinois sometime and we oh, need dear. to make a stop in the new new salem state park oh dear well there's a plague on so i don't know when that will happen <laughs> well well after yeah. it, <laughs> plagues aaron's flying across the country he doesn't care about that that's true no, alabama is like two states away it's that's much more than two we no. gotta get this counting thing going alabama's on here. not uh, <laughs> listen listen listeners trees in alabama and emu wars. Those are the only things you need to take away from this podcast. <laughs> oh dear goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I just now want to know. I want Shelby to do some research. I want to know what specific 1800s time period she wants to just start dressing as. I'm curious. I want to know 1840s, 1870s, like Victorian, like frontier, think- like. I think that's what she's interested in, but um, I'm currently reading a book of the Civil War, so probably not this time, but um, I will get back to it at a later date. Go. Whenever we, I just want to know. Um, we, we, got a, we got a four hour, we have a four hour layover in Dallas. I'm sure they we go. You time. do. I want to, and you need to probe the depths here. I wanted, I want, I'm curious full about report. what, full report on actual uh, time period more specific time period and perhaps style question mark of dress that she is interested in pursuing because I think this is going to be fascinating. All right. I, I, I will inquire. <laughs> All right. And, and discuss at a later date. Yeah. Cause there's a big difference between like 1860s frontier versus 1860s, like London. Right. Boom. Like, Big deal. Yeah. So, <clears throat> let's see. And we'll try. Uh, yeah, yes. Here we go. So. Yeah.
Boom. There we go. <laughs> okay. That'll be the and then next. I, that'll be the second. Yeah. And I also want to know what historical time period Colin wants to cosplay in. That's the second. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no our cosplay. Okay. <laughs> Challenges co- cosplay challenge. Uh, <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> Very bad. Okay, well, <laughs> I got some homework to do. There you go. Jason. Perfect. <laughs> well, right. guys, have a good up, evening. Tomorrow, you too. So. Okay. All right. Love, Love you guys. Bye. Love you Bye. too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you too. Bye.